This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of your listening to Real Presence Live and guests from across the radio network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. For two hours here, back to the show. Real Presence Live. Good I'm morning, Father Randall Kiesel, coming Father from Randall Pine Island, Kiesel. Minnesota, the Church of St. Michael. Kiesel's have Matt, here Matt Welcome Island, here, Minnesota, the Director of Communications for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Great to have you here, Matt. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have Real Presence Radio back here at St. Michael. And, you know, great to have all uh, the listeners we head into who are listening segment, throughout here in the Midwest. I just want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area. You can continue to come in to hear Real Presence Radio. You can find the website, Real Presence Radio. Or you can nominate your favorite for all the great content and programming, Jonas. including podcasts. And if you miss Be sure to a daily check show, it out. Real you can also Radio. submit a prayer intention. And nominate your I favorite priest for donuts. donuts. You know, I was going to say that hasn't way. happened to me yet, I but I, kind of I was thinking was about that this morning. That, that, that segue uh, maybe here someday I'll get donuts. Honor I'm not a parishioner of yours. <laughs> it's time now. Otherwise, I would do that. Honor our Father's segment. We have many great priests. You don't have to be a close relationship with our Heavenly Father. Ask me if they should nominate me as well. So we want to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts. Donuts, donuts, but it's a great idea. So if that ever happens, that's great. But there's so many great priests like uh, who are blessed with priests week, and fathers uh, serving at parishes. Again, that's realpresenceradio.com. Find out why that particular priest see, was nominated uh, by Catholic one or radio more doing of our listeners. You. Uh, we're blessed week, to have with us we now honor uh, Anthony Father Ryan, Bent, who is from Ignatius from Press. Mary's He's going to share with us. A newly published New England, book uh, called Dakota. "The Word Is Very Near we You." Congratulate by Father, Father Wilfred Stinson. Uh, Victor nominated the title him of that book, "The Word Is Father Very Benz. Near You." I would and like to nominate Anthony Father Gary Benz at St. Anthony, Mary's, are you there with New us? England, I North am. Dakota. He keeps the place Thanks looking good. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. Thanks for being uh, with us, Anthony. Beauty, we and Jeremy we're glad Stansbury. to have you with us. Uh, and nothing like our beautiful church this morning. People walk in. Can you tell us uh, you know, a little bit about yourself? I love to see what kind of work you do. And then we'll go into Father Stinnison's book. Perhaps that's what Victor is saying there. So, way to go, Father. Knowing the appreciation of beauty in churches, this is what Victor had said about you. You keep it looking good. That's awesome. Reminds me of what Bishop. Baron said recently right right when he encouraged his yeah, well, fellow bishops to yeah, we're talking here from their the evangelization so efforts to lead kind of with you. Especially with our young people. Heart there, my people are not there, necessarily convinced nowadays by intellectual arguments, but a window to the truth is definitely beautiful. Speaking of this, there's room for a little bit of a distinction for us to look at a bit because there are different kinds of beauty, and beauty always attracts our attention. But the beauty that the church offers and the beauty of truth, the beauty of God who is beauty, attracts and then it feeds the mind, the heart, the imagination, but it does not leave the soul disappointed. It does not leave the soul saddened, but rather it incites the soul to want more. And that's the beauty of our faith, the beauty of the understanding of our faith, the beauty of our art that's truly beautiful. Whereas we know when the devil attracts through various types of beauty or attraction that way, there might be a momentary sense of um, a kind of beauty, but it always leaves a soul empty. It leaves a soul without gratification and with a, uh, a discouragement. And, and we know various forms of that uh, present in our society. And that's part of the idea of the deceptiveness, say, of pornography. You know, there's, a, there's a beauty in the human person. There is, there is a natural beauty in the body, but it's not meant to be exhibited in such a way such as pornography. So that's where pornography always leaves someone empty, whereas the beauty that is good and true and reverent and beautiful by God's design 
It, encapsu- and, uh, it so captures the imagination in a holy kind of way and keeps things oriented you know, in God's purposes. Would you say that temptation is, not at least some of the time, a presentation of the beautiful but twisted in a way that would make us use it? Or, or I guess use it for work, selfish purposes rather than to glorify God or so serve but, others. Yes, uh, so as I yes, say, I would say that that's it exactly. The, that the, sure. That's exactly what what happens the in attempt, what the devil is trying to inspire you. to misperceive uh, the purpose of reality. Because God is the author of reality, and the devil always wants he can't create anything. He always tries to take what already exists because God made it already, distort it for his own purposes, try to redefine it if he can in people's imaginations and minds so he can have his purposes done rather than what the real and true and beautiful purposes of God would be for reality, for the created world that he's given to us. One of the things you said, Father Kazel, about how beauty, true beauty, leaves us satisfied more than just for a moment worth of gratification, which is what sin would be. Um, you know, the, uh, it reminds me of the life of St. Ignatius of Loyola when he was having his conversion. And, uh, and he was and lying in bed out. there, his his leg had been shattered, yeah, and, I have the and one on the he Holy wanted Spirit. something I've, to read. Uh, dug into that and he was asking and for the, kind of like the romance so novels of his day that he was used to, but they weren't available, and so he ended up reading what was available there, which was... I yeah, think it was yeah. the imitation so of Christ kind of one of these and the lives of the saints. Uh, the That's right. And the beauty of the lives wherever, of the saints is what actually ended up life. leaving uh, him profound, satisfied uh, and yet more than just the, that, that moment. It, like, uh, it was a lasting book, happiness from that he Glenn, received. And that was part of his conversion. Well known That's right. And one of the beautiful gifts that St. Ignatius gives us and that God gave us through him, the importance of the formation of the imagination. Our imaginations are given to us as a power of our mind and in our soul to lead and guide us to engage, interact with beauty and truth and to imagine ourselves in relationship with God and and to not leave it in the imagination but to have the imagination as a kind of entry point to actually engaging in relationship with God because the imagination that is stimulated to imagine beauty, truth, and God inspires it, then it leads to a conversation and all of a sudden you're talking to the one who is beauty, who is truth and you're listening to him and you're realizing you're not just imagining but you are truly interacting morning, the word with is very faith, near you, the one who you know, loves us. Father Stinison Whereas talks the devil about wants to corrupt the imagination you know, with thoughts or ideas about that do not reflect giving uh, that is lasting beauty, especially the, the ideas of fleeting purposes of beauty <laughs> yeah, that don't have lasting meaning or are, are not rooted That's in right, like uh, attention. the purposes of yeah, God. So, uh, and they always leave the soul empty, leave the soul without the filling of love and truth that comes from God. The formation of the imagination, St. Ignatius said here, not aware of, say, his discerning spirits, the imagination plays a role, uh, but also his own conversion. The imagination was a part of that. He wanted to continue to fill his imagination the with these ideas of, of the, like the romance novels you mentioned, really which, of course, God didn't want him to read, but all of a sudden, inspired by these saints that he read, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Dominic, uh, the uh, founder of the Dominicans, and their lives, his imagination led him to ask the question, God, he says, couldn't as I know, be like them? The key question, but he started to imagine himself being like these and great that, saints, and um, 
Christian Guess what happened? Lo and behold, yeah, he became one. Be you know, so that's so the, the show is the power of the entryway and the importance of the formation of imagination. And, of and for our parents out there, the how important it is that you uh, expose your children to things that form their imagination the well, form them in beauty, truth, goodness, all that is of God, and also the pitfall of letting your children be formed in their imagination of things that are not of God. There are dangers that you must be aware of if their imaginations are filled with ideas, well I mean, uh, uh, or principles that the devil wants them to cling well to, and where he that can be an entryway for the wrong direction, and actually go against everything you're trying to do in the faith. I was reminded by another program on our Catholic radio network here recently that young people, young as 11, are exposed to things like pornography on average. Probably I mean, not 11 years well old, I think, is the average age of exposure. And the damage that that can do to one's imagination, to in, inhibiting to, uh, a person from being able to, to love the church authentically, to, to enter into so an authentically loving marriage or other vocation, I mean, untold damage can be done because they're so vulnerable at that early age. And so we as parents, especially, need to be aware and to be the, the gatekeepers way he it in to his book protect so our children's imagination. Such a Amen. Uh, well said, man. Kind of help, Up next, uh, how did an encounter here. with Padre Pio right. inspire We're a speaking unique with pro-life with movement? Anthony Ryan Stay tuned to find out on Real Presence their recent, Live. Again, congratulations to Father, Father Gary Wilfred Stinnison. For winning this the word is Donuts. very near you. There's more Real Presence this Live is a, a book about studying the Word of God, Scripture, and uh, how does, you know, I mean, we know that that the Bible can't be read just in a vacuum. Uh, it has to be uh, complemented by a, a prayerful heart and a, along with the mind of the church. How does studying Scripture with prayer lead one to communion with God? Yeah, that's a great question, because Father Stinnison really underscores the, the, uh, that idea of the combination of studying Scripture and praying together. In other words, reading Scripture and prayer go together uh, if we really want to benefit from um, what we're studying in Scripture. Uh, he says that without prayer, one's understanding will only be like superficial glitter that will soon disappear. And, uh, you know, he even quotes our Lord, who, um, you know, uh, he's reproached some of these scribes and the Pharisees, who studied Scripture, but they they didn't do it with the right intention, you know. So, in other words, he wasn't reproaching them for studying Scripture, the Old Testament, but because they did not seek in the right way, and therefore they did not come to know Him, who's Jesus, who's actually embedded in the Old Testament. And Stinnison talks about that in his book that that's the, why the Old Testament is still so important for Catholics is that you know Christ, the mystery of Christ, is hidden there. And, uh, you know, we in the Old and New Testament are so well connected, and he has a whole chapter on that in this book. But at any rate, back to your question, you know, we need to study and pray together. The two of them go together if we really want to benefit fully from what we're reading and not just let it become something of that swells up our own knowledge and our own kind of pride because we think, you know, we're so uh, enlightened. Um, so, you know, we need knowledge and we need love, basically, and knowledge can come from the study, which is good, but the love has to come from the prayer. 
the union with God. And then when the two of them are together, then we really benefit the most from our study of Scripture. And, and Father Stennis is really, this whole little book is just about that theme, the whole beauty of studying Scripture and prayer together. Well, Anthony, we have about 30 seconds left with you, and we're glad to have you on our show this morning. And if someone were to want to order this book by Father Stinnison or another book by Father Stinnison, how would they go about doing that? Sure. Uh, first of all, we always encourage people to patronize your local Catholic bookstore, number one. So if you have one that's within driving distance, uh, please go there and ask them. If they don't have our books, they can order them. Our books are sold in every Catholic store, it's just a matter of whether they have them in stock or not. Please support them. Uh, they deserve our support. If, if you don't have one near you, you can come to our website, which is very easy, ignatius.com, just ignatius.com, or you can call our 800 toll-free number, 800-651-1531, the year Our Lady Guadalupe appeared to Juan Diego. That's, we purposely took that. So 800-651-1531 or ignatius.com, but First of all, go to your local Catholic store if you're fortunate to have one in the area. Well, very good. And I just learned we have a little more time with you. Or we're blessed to keep you with us for just a little bit longer, maybe about another 90 seconds, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Anthony. So sure. uh, pivoting back to the book again, it, there's a uh, understanding in one aspect of the book that there's wisdom offered about interpreting the Bible as you read it. And this is an important aspect for Catholics and Catholic-Protestant uh, relationships, because that's one of the tensions. How do we interpret Scripture as we read it? Can you share with us, what did Father Sinison say about wisdom uh, as you read the Bible and how, how to interpret it? Sure. I mean, um, you know, he says that we should, again, back to the idea of prayer, you know, that we, we really want to pray first, before we read Scripture, to ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten us. And then we want to read Scripture with the mind of the Church, because the Church is really the one that put the Bible together, especially the New Testament. I mean, the New Testament comes from the Catholic Church. That's just, that's the truth. So uh, we want to um, pray first, so we're enlightened by the Holy Spirit, and then um, try to seek Jesus Christ and meet Him in the Scripture that we read. That's the whole point of Scripture. Even the Old Testament, as we mentioned, is really about finding Christ. Uh, and, um, you know, his hidden mystery in the Old Testament. Uh, and then, you know, always, uh, you know, there's you know, some of the, there's some things in Scripture that are hard to understand, and, and uh, we should always, again, uh, read the Scripture with the guidance and the mind of the, of the Church. And uh, Father Stinnison mentions that... Um, for those who want to, you know, he said his, his wish in this book is to just give some, he says, some simple instructions on how we can draw near to God's Word, let it penetrate us, that it will bear fruit in our lives. He said, for those who seek a thorough account of biblical interpretation in the Church, he recommends a document published by the Pontifical Biblical Commission called The Interpretation of the Bible in the Church. So if someone wanted to go deeper and understand what I'm referring to, he mentions that at the beginning of the book this document, The Interpretation of the Bible in the Church by the Pontifical Biblical Commission. Um, So those are some thoughts on that uh, topic. Anthony, it's been great to have you with us here, and this sounds like a great book. I look forward to getting it myself. The Word is Very Near You by Father Wilfred Stinnison, Anthony Ryan from Ignatius Press. Thank you for being with us this morning. I really appreciate having uh, me on, and thank you for all the good work you're doing uh, with Catholic Radio. It's really great. Thank well, you, thank you. Ignatius.com is the website. Up next, you, your priest, 
Will he win donuts this week? Stay tuned to find out. That's next. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 